0: Hey team, it's Syra, and this week I am really pumped to bring you guys one of my girlfriends who is doing something a little bit unconventional and something that I think a lot of people think about but don't necessarily execute on. So I am really pumped to start this episode with my girlfriend, Amanda Galloway, who is a van life extraordinaire. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode so you guys can get all the
1: juicy gossip. Welcome to Girls Just Want to Have Funds, the weekly podcast that deconstructs the intimidating world of finance. Hosted by Saira Rahman, VP of Finance at H.M. Bradley, and her partner in crime, Megan McShane, a manager at a Fortune 100 company, and supported by StockTwits. Girls Just Want to Have Funds will take on the important questions in personal finance that so many of us avoid but also take on a glass of wine or two. Learn more, subscribe to the show, and join Syra and Megan on their no-shame adventure to financial freedom at girlsjustwanna.com. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sai. How are you?
0: Oh, my gosh. I am pumped for this episode, per usual, but also I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. So
1: I know we took a week off.
0: Yeah, that's uncomfortable for me. I don't want to do that too often.
1: So <laughs> you're laughing, but I'm serious. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I needed a weekend. I took some time off. It is a job You also after quit all. coffee in the last week, which I feel like contributes to why you took
0: time off from me. Also, I need to check in on Taylor and make sure that he's okay.
1: (laughs) Legitimately, you might have to. He's definitely not home right now. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) quote unquote,
1: not home, but his body parts, maybe. (laughs) No, no, I feel good. I haven't (laughs) drinking coffee, but I definitely haven't given up wine. I do have to say having these episodes at night, I kind of love because it's like we're at a happy hour, you know, (laughs) like we're hanging
0: Yeah, except I don't usually like, I don't usually drink unless I'm with a friend. So it's strange for me to be like drinking through the screen. But I mean, despite that, I'm proud of you for powering through the no caffeine thing. How many days has it
1: been? I took like eight days off and then I had like a cup of coffee and it made me feel a little weird. And so then I'm back off again. It's strange. I know. It's really weird. I can't even feasibly comprehend. I've been like upping my espresso shots. I have like one shot in the morning. I have another shot after I work out. I have another shot like midday. I can't. My anxiety was like way up. I couldn't do it. I was like, I need more water and wine. WW. Good for you. Speaking of giving up things, I'm excited to talk to our guest today.
0: Same, same. I feel like she gave up, I mean, she gave up her life in Chicago to cross the country over the course of at least the next year. So I'm, yeah, I'm more than ready. I feel like Amanda has so much to offer and so much to say. I mean, she traveled all over prior to that, right? Because she was a flight attendant before the pandemic and then pandemic hits, everybody stops flying. Kind of know the story there, but I'm excited to hear what her experience has been like because her Instagram is just incredible and I just kind of hungrily stare at every image that she posts. So, I mean, if you're ready, I'm ready to start interviewing her.
1: Yeah, let's jump right in. Okay,
0: awesome. Let's go. Okay, everyone. We are here today with the wonderful Amanda Galloway and, of course, with my co-host, Megan McShane. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yeah, Megan and I have been like pumped for this for quite some time. So yeah, by chance, first question, Megan usually asks this, but I'm, but I'm going to ask today. Are you drinking anything?
2: So it's funny you ask. I am.
0: <laughs> Kirkland. Got the, uh,
2: Costco branded hard seltzer.
0: <laughs> mm, delicious. Actually, I haven't tried that. Is it good?
2: It's not bad. I mean, Costco usually comes through. I don't know. Yeah, that's a have good Have you tried
1: point. it, Megan? Yeah, I mean, I live in Seattle, so yeah. we like look at Kirkland, <laughs> you know? We go over yeah. there all the time. Yeah. They have a tendency to test all the products on the shelf and then make their own. It's a genius business model. And then they undercut it. Genius. So I bet it's My, good.
0: What are you drinking, girl? I saw you waving something.
1: <sighs> yeah, you know, I'm like drinking a red wine and I usually drink Maomi, but I'm drinking Petite Petite today. Yeah. And I don't love it.
0: Ooh. Shots fired. Hopefully n- nobody from that company is listening right now.
1: I mean, I love the elephants. <laughs> I love the label. I used to love it, but I've gone to Pinot Noir's because of you, si, And so now I feel like I can't, you know, go deeper.
0: Just, you know what? Just level up. Just spend the extra so that you smile when you drink. Like, what's the point of the calories if you're not enjoying it?
1: I mean, I'm still smiling. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, While- so- wait, what? No, I was just going to like jump in and Amanda's sitting here just listening to us talk about red wine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm loving every minute of this.
1: <laughs> so Amanda, we're so, so excited to have you here. I said this offline, but I'll say it online too. Girls Just Want to Have Funds obviously is about funds and girls. And here we are having fun about finance. But we really understand that finance is a part of everybody's life, no matter what life that is. And your life is so interesting to us being this modern-day nomad. And so I think the listeners would probably want to know a little bit about who you are and what you're doing and kind of why you're here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I am partaking in what many people recognize as van life these days. So back in October, I bought a Mercedes Sprinter and my partner and I have been cruising around. We actually just started our journey about a month and a half ago, but we are living life on the road. So we put all of our stuff in storage. We have hopped into this van and fully committed to just checking out the U.S. and maybe Canada and surrounding areas for the unforeseeable future.
1: And where are you calling in from right now?
2: So, I am currently in Irvine. So, we are cruising up the California coast slowly, very slowly, because we very much enjoy the beach. <laughs> yeah. I am in the van, by the way. <laughs> you're,
0: in the, you're in the van right now. I know. I'm
2: in the van. <laughs>
0: It's hard for everyone to envision but maybe we'll do an outtake for our YouTube channel where you give us a tour of the van cuz I would love to kind of see where you are and like what the living quarters looks like. But I I guess my big question in hearing all of that and for what it's worth Amanda, I think we've known each other for what, a few years now at least. Yeah. And so I know in your previous job you were a flight attendant and so you were furloughed, right, during the pandemic. And now you're moving forward into a new job. Is that how you're supporting yourself in van life? Like, I guess I'm, I'm curious what inspired you to shift to van life? Was it the furlough? Like what, what was that decision?
2: Yeah, uh, such a good question. So this is about eight years ago. I was flying with this guy who had bought a Volkswagen Vanagon and he was so passionate about how, you know, this is like my home, but it's my vehicle and I can wake up wherever I want. Like if I want to wake up in front of the ocean, I can. If I want to wake up in the forest, I can. And I just remember thinking this is the coolest thing ever. And obviously he was pretty pretty fresh on the game because that was a while ago. And now this is very popular. And so since then, I've kind of just been thinking about it sort of in the back of my head and then slowly saving money, hoping that one day it would come to fruition. And then 2020 hit. And I would say with so much time to think, (laughs) I just started looking at different websites, trying to find out you know, what kind of van I wanted, what was important for me, and then how I could make this lifestyle work. And like you said, with the furlough, I had to kind of come up with other ideas for employment. So obviously remote work is very popular right now with everyone kind of shifting into that gear. So I've added on a couple of part-time gigs and I started, one of my part-time gigs I started before we started living in the van. So kind of like eased into that while we were still in our apartment and then just added on a new one recently.
1: Amazing. I always ask the silly questions. So does your van have a name yet? I feel like I would have named the van. It does. It
2: does. My van's name is Fredonia.
1: Mm.
2: Fred or Freddy for short. We were actually going through this town in Utah and I saw the name of the town and I was like, I love that Fredonia because, you know, it's just there's so many different things you can do with a name like that. And then my boyfriend was like, you know, that's like a polygamous colony, right? And I was like, oh, I had no idea. <laughs> so now every time I tell someone my band name, he's like, yeah, she named after a polygamous colony.
1: <laughs> well, Freddie, Just essentially, is part of your relationship now. So you, <laughs> yeah, you know, you <laughs> might practice
0: in polygamous colony. <laughs> <laughs> so, Love Amanda, that. that actually leads me to my next question. What? how did you guys plan to do van life? Like, did you guys decide in advance how long it would be for? Did you plan the route? And then from my perspective, and this is always my favorite question, how did you guys plan for it financially?
2: That is such a good question. So I'll start with financial and kind of go from there. So I, I mean, I basically lived my entire 20s based off of like Dave Ramsey's motto of total money makeover and i will teach you to be rich and books like that like in my early 20s i kind of started with all that stuff so savings to me has never been something that's like oh i have extra money put away so i'm gonna throw it in savings it's like i am saving this much every month and i will work to make sure that that's like a bill i'm paying versus just something added on that if i have enough you know i'll throw it in there so i've been stacking you know for (laughs) stacking savings for a while for this so Like I said, I bought my van in October. I paid for it in full. It is fully mine. The guy I bought it from did the conversion. And from there, we drove it back to Chicago. Our lease was up on the apartment that we were in in the end of March. And so we just planned for six months, basically planned, like, getting our life together for this, but also, like to some extent our route i would say we're kind of like fly by the seat of our pants when it comes to our route like we knew we wanted to head west so that was our first priority was like we're slowly going to make our way over to the west coast we'll start at like the southern tip of california cruise up we would like to go into vancouver canada if it's open for us by the time we get there and then slowly make our way east just kind of going through the top of the united states and trying to catch like all the fall weather on the east coast and then cruise down obviously for florida and all the warm places (laughs) once the winter comes so we will at least be doing this for a year i feel like every time we talk about it we add on an extra month because like well we have to make sure we hit these states or like see this thing so it's kind of just been extended for as long as it's still fun or as long as we want to do it really
1: that's amazing it almost feels like you know, you set out to do something like this. We talked to a couple people in our past episodes that started their own companies. And so this feels kind of like that in a way. Like you hit a tipping point where you're just like, look, we can't be in Chicago anymore. The winter is coming. We got to go, you know? And yeah. you're like, let's buy a van and just go out and hit the open road. Who was the hardest person to convince this was the right idea? Did you have that like in your life at all?
2: Oh, goodness. I feel like to some extent, most people just don't really get it. So like if you're talking to someone who's familiar with van life because it has become so popular, they're super pumped for you and they're really excited. But most of our friends slash family members were like, so you're going to live in a van <laughs> full time. Like you guys aren't going to have an apartment. This is your home, which is a very confusing concept for us. We're Like, no, you just get an RV and you go for the weekend and then you come home, you know? But I would say, I mean... My mom was definitely like really confused at first and a lot of our friends in Chicago were like, you're not actually doing this, are you? But then once the van came home and then once everyone saw it and like, you know, friends and family far away saw photos, like, okay, we kind of get this. Like we get where you're going with this. We get what you want to do.
1: Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's your decision, right? And your partner's name is Rico, correct? Rico. Yes. Yeah. Right on. And so you guys are on the same page. You didn't have to convince him, right? He was just it like, took let's do it. It's a little convincing. Okay. <laughs> I would
2: say, so I probably started like throwing out really cool like photos and suggesting it a couple years ago.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I'm writing down notes. Okay. <laughs> and he Go was ahead. like,
2: that's crazy. I would never do that. And then as I started talking about it more and more and kind of creating this picture of like, we are going on this great adventure. You're going to see everything that you never got to see in the United States. Like we won't have to pay rent, you know, all these things that slowly started to be like, okay, like maybe this is something we could do which was really important to me. Cause obviously if he's not in like we're partners, I want, you know, I want us to both be on the same page. So I was really excited that he started to kind of transition into like a, a phase of, yeah, this seems like something we should absolutely do.
0: That's so incredible to hear, Amanda. I honestly, I can't, I can picture how you approached it with Rico. First and foremost, I can also, I just know how persuasive you are as a human. Like <laughs> it gave me chills for what it's worth when you were talking about this whole process specifically because I can't even imagine turning to my mom and saying that I just want to like travel in a van because you're literally dictating your time not really based on your work schedule per se or anything else you're dictating your time based on the schedule that you've planned out for all the places you want to see which is like the opposite of what I do right I schedule all my time around work so Serious chills, serious chills. Yeah, like I just commend you for that, and it's something that I aspire to do as someone that would love to be able to to just travel and see even like I don't know, just different parts of the United States that I haven't seen yet. Which leads to the next question for me, anyways. How do you guys delegate finances between both you and Rico? Like, what does that look like? Has it been hard? Is it easy?
2: Yeah. So we. We've used an app in the past when we go on trips, it's called Splitwise. And we basically have just started a monthly tally in Splitwise and everything that goes in there is like groceries, gas, when we go out to eat, all of our bills. And so it just splits right down the middle and at the end of the month we'll close up. So we each try to cover stuff and then whatever the difference is, we close it up. And that's worked out really well for us because it is sort of, it kind of reminds me of, the same sort of mentality we have when we go on vacation, where it's like, okay, we're kind of just in this 50-50. Like, unless there's something really specific you want to buy that's just for you, we'll just go ahead and split it down the middle. So we've kind of stuck to that.
1: But who makes the decision of what's the playlist for the day when, when you're driving? <laughs> that's
2: such a good question. If you're driving, you get to choose the playlist. That's just how it goes.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that, actually. That's a great way to dictate it, which right. goes into the most important question of the evening. Mm -hmm. What type of playlist are you listening to, Amanda? What's your favorite playlist?
2: So I've got to say, since we, we passed through Arizona and we went to Winslow, Arizona, which obviously is a very popular place because of the Eagle song. So... I have been on a really solid schedule of like mellow rock. So I listen to Apple Mm -hmm. Music and pretty much like, you know, the Eagles, like Grateful Dead, like Billy Joel, all that stuff is absolutely Mm -hmm. my jam because I just feel like I'm doing a throwback to 60s, 70s, like Volkswagen, you know, like van life sort of situation. And it gets me pumped up. So that's probably what I listen to the most, I would say.
1: That resonates with me. Mine is always Fleetwood Mac for whatever reason, yes. like when I'm on a road trip, <laughs> like I'm like, oh, Fleetwood Mac. And I just imagine myself with like big sunglasses and a big floppy hat and like a lot of fringe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like floating in the wind. I've been trying to envision you with fringe right this. now, <laughs> like on your jacket or
0: with your hair. Are we talking about like a fringe bang or are we talking about no, a fringe jacket.
1: I, you know, I've thought about bangs forever and I, because I do have a big forehead and I was like, maybe I could pull it off. But I just don't think I'm a bang gal. We can get into that later. But <laughs> I'm thinking more of like a fringy, like too much fringe to be like one of those cool.
0: turquoise, co- like leather
1: dyed turquoise jackets with the fringe dangling. No, no. Like camel, oh, camel like jacket. Turquoise. And I I'd go like this like couldn't be at yes. Thanksgiving dinner because you'd reach across the table and it'd be like all mashed potatoes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or the cranberry sauce and everybody would vomit. Because no one eats the cranberry sauce and it's always full. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's I don't so know. True.
0: I feel like if I had a playlist for a road trip, I would be that annoying friend that only played bangers all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like weird combination of early 2000s dubstep crossed with like all kinds of heavy rap beats like Drake circa 2004, 2006.
1: All right. Don't get mad at me for saying this, but in a playlist, not every song can be a banger.
0: Okay. Okay. First of all, I don't know how we're friends. Because then you can't get excited about the bangers
2: if they're all bangers.
0: Thank I you, Amanda. When have I not
1: played, like, straight <laughs> bangers on all of our girls' trips? I'm so mad at you right now. No, no, no. It's just you have banger fatigue. You no, you need, like, a palate cleanser, you know? You need to put on, like... There
0: is no such thing as bang fatigue. I'm mad at you right now. <laughs>
1: Whatever. <laughs> you know I'm right. Amanda agreed. She's I the guest. I can't wait till Megan role. and I are in
0: Miami, which when this episode releases, it will literally be the day that Megan and I land in Miami. And all she listens to is boomers. I'm bringing hey. my beach mic
1: just to annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amanda, for that. Okay. So <laughs> I have more logistical questions because I'm super curious. So you pack yep. up your stuff in Chicago. Do you take out your clothes and see how many can fit in the van? like? What do you? How do you consolidate? You know what I mean? You're like, I got yes. is people were very materialistic. I hate to say I am too. You know, I just talked about a fringe jacket. I'm going to go buy after this with my fun money. But, you know, like, how do you start to, you know, Marie Kondo your life? How did yeah. that look?
2: So for me, it was. You can bring two weeks worth of clothing and then you're going to rewear the same stuff over and over again. So you better like it. (laughs) So I did kind of just sit with my entire wardrobe and start piecing things out and making outfits and seeing like how many times one piece could work in a different outfit, you know, kind of like the capsule wardrobe sort of
0: stuff. You need that app that Cher uses in Clueless where she can like scroll through the tops and the bottoms and it tells her if it matches. Yes. We need to like actually invent that like that makes so much sense for van life.
2: So it kind of exists in the sense of it doesn't tell you what matches, but there's this app called Stylebook and it does like you can take photos of your clothes and then yeah. it you can like take, you know, you take your shirt and you put it with the pants and like the shoes and you're like, does this look right? So there is an app like that. It is really time consuming, though. I will say, Excuse tried it.
0: me while I download. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm sure it's. But it, I <laughs> if you feel imagine like, taking like... your
2: entire wardrobe, take photos, and then trying to like crop it into like a perfectly shaped shirt, it's, it's I'm just it's gonna. Lot, I'm gonna but... put
0: it on me, and then the bottom will be naked. Hopefully, that's style thing
1: She's gonna uh, Winnie the Pooh her shirts. You know. Okay. <laughs> right. um, so Amanda, it's amazing. did you have any heels? Are you a heels gal? Did you bring like? Do you have one pair of heels?
2: So I'm not a heels person. I brought one pair of wedges. So I have one outfit that's like, if we end up going to a wedding or a fancy dinner, this is my outfit that I will wear and wedges are included in that outfit.
1: Does part of you feel better about getting rid of all the excess, like the excess stuff?
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: Mm, I hear that.
2: Like I love throwing things away. I love donating things. I love just like getting stuff out, you know? So that has been kind of almost my natural instinct to do that. So it is, I mean, it wasn't necessarily easy, but it, yeah, it feels really good.
0: That's a really good point and something that I've been contemplating. So if you, if you went back to the beginning of this journey, would you give yourself different advice than anything that you started out with?
2: It's funny that you ask that because I would say that even though I did all of this, I still would tell myself, don't bring so much stuff (laughs) because You're gonna get bored with some stuff. Like, you're gonna switch things out, right? I've already gone to a consignment shop once and, like, brought any clothes that I'm not wearing after a month and brought them in and then kind of swapped them out for other stuff. So, there is like a lot of stuff that we have in our van storage, which we call our garage, which is under the bed. There's a lot of stuff I brought in there that I have not touched in almost two months. So, it's like, I would probably tell myself just don't bring something if you're not already using it all the time.
1: What about from a financial perspective? Like what advice would you give someone else that was contemplating this and they're listening to it right now and they're like, Amanda's living her best life. She's in Irvine, California. She's getting her way up to Canada. She might stop and say hey to Megan in Seattle. Shameless plug. But, you know, what would be your advice for them?
2: I would say, so your lifestyle has to be your number one priority, I think. So when it comes to, trying to financially support your lifestyle, there may be something that you're used to doing or really good at or that makes you a lot of money. But if you can't do it in a van, then you need to start kind of reassessing and figuring out, you know, what's your budget going to be? How much do you actually need in a month? And then what can you do on the road that supports that?
0: So does that mean that you've built a budget with Rico, Amanda? And like, if so, can you give me an idea of how you guys built that and like, what you've decided in terms of not Not necessarily dollar amounts, but just like how you structured it with him?
2: Yeah. So we, I would say our bills are uh, like basically the same individually as well as collectively. But our budget kind of just consists of how much money do we need for gas? How much money do we need for groceries? How much money do we need for activities? What are our bills? Because we still have like a few bills in the van. And then what is our savings amount? And then how much do we need to make every month in order to support that? And I feel like individually, we've both done a really good job of that. And then collectively, it kind of just comes together again with like how we split up stuff
0: 50-50. But you did kind of figure out what that cost was in advance and then tell yourself, we need to have at least as much either saved or ready to make with our side hustles while we're traveling. So did you guys figure out like what that percent, whether it was like 80, 20 or 50, 50, whatever the case may be, was that all planned before you left?
2: Yeah, I would say to some extent, like we sat down and we're like, okay, what's our total monthly amount? And then how much money do we need to make in order to accommodate that amount? We both kind of came into this with a pretty solid nest egg. So we are like comfortable if things don't always come out exactly how we want them to, but that's a big priority for me, so yeah.
1: And I bet you're saving a lot of money right now, too. You don't have rent.
2: Yeah. I live rent-free. Rent and mortgage-free. It's
1: amazing.
0: I just want to take a second to celebrate the fact that you're living rent-free. I feel like most people in the United States of America will never be able to say that they live rent-free. So props to you for also living that piece of the life. So not only are you traveling all across the United States, you're currently not paying rent. I just, again, I think one of the reasons people want to live that van life, such as myself, because you're not paying a mortgage you're not paying rent you don't owe anyone anything except for when you want to and where you want to which is the ultimate dream schedule in my opinion so
2: yeah it definitely helps with doing all the things we want to do because when you don't have rent you can actually spend a little more on the fun stuff
1: <laughs> so you're in Irvine California you're making your way up I imagine the 101
2: yeah the yes. one yeah we'll be cruising up the one.
1: Oh, so beautiful And then, what's the next stop?
2: So the next stop is is definitely Los Angeles. I, for me personally, I've always been a big fan of like the glitz and glamour of Los Angeles, and so I didn't get to do a lot of the sort of like touristy slash like, you know, fun stuff that there is to do there. So I'm really excited to kind of scout that out and check out the Walk of Fame and all Mm. of that. Do that hike where you get to see the Hollywood sign, obviously. Um, stuff like that i'm from california but for some reason i just like i only went to la as a kid for disneyland so i never got to do any of like the adult la activities so i'm really excited for that yeah our next national park will be like yosemite though
0: you're like 20 minutes away from my parents so if you feel like driving over and seeing the cutest nephew ever they Uh are like 15 to 20 minutes from irvine or if you like i don't know what the situation is in the van or if you need like a shower or anything (laughs) families families are like do you guys do you guys have a bathroom on there
2: so we have what is called a cassette toilet which is basically a very small porta potty. So you put in like the blue tablets almost like I don't like airplane bathrooms you know how like the water is blue depending on what aircraft you're in. So we have this little toilet that we can use but we do have to dump waste which i'm not a big fan of so we actually haven't used it yet again almost two months and we haven't used it yet we're lucky enough that we have found a lot of places to. so we have memberships at planet fitness which is where we shower so to answer the shower question and then just
0: <laughs> well throughout <played>. the day
2: <laughs> throughout the day we i mean there's so many places to just hop in and you know use the restroom so we haven't had an issue yet but i feel like at some point that's going to come up and we're going to need to you know rip the band-aid off and Make that happen.
0: Yeah, I'm picturing I'm picturing like emergency level. You're in the middle of North Dakota. There's nothing for like fifty miles either way. I just I have the tiniest bladder in the planet. I yeah.
1: I oh man. Whew. I mean, when you gotta go, you gotta go. You gotta gotta figure it out. Seriously. Van life. So,
0: So next spot is Los Angeles, Amanda. I guess my question is like, if I come to Los Angeles while well, you're in Los Angeles, are you open to visitors? Like, what if somebody comes into your Instagram and is like, Amanda, I want to meet you and see your van?
2: Yes, 100% yes. I would say one of the hardest parts of doing this life is even if you make a friend, like you're constantly moving, you know? So it would be so awesome to connect with people on the road, show them the van, hang out. Yeah, friendship is definitely something that we're like lacking a little bit.
0: Yeah. And if you stay in LA for like three weeks, I actually will be there. So I don't know how long you're staying though. I'm assuming it's like transient. I don't know how long you stay in any one place, but I just wanted to throw that out there that I am flying in to see the fam and I will drive to LA since they're in the Inland Empire. But so final big question that Megan and I always like to ask everyone, if people wanted to find you online where should they go? Where should we be looking? What are your Instagram handles? Like give me all of the things.
2: So I'm most active on Instagram. My handle is panda with baggage. I also have a TikTok under the same handle, but I'm kind of like a 95-year-old learning modern technology on TikTok, so maybe not the best place <laughs> to follow me. But Instagram, I keep up with like regularly, <laughs> so that would be the best place to follow me for sure.
1: All right. So I'm going to open my Instagram and follow you. Panda with baggage. If no one else heard that, I think that's hilarious. Why Panda with baggage?
2: It's from my fly attendant days. So I thought, you know, I've got some physical baggage, some emotional baggage. (laughs) Everyone calls me Panda (laughs) because my name's Amanda. So just covers all the bases. And with us on the road, I feel like it still fits.
1: Love it. Love it. Followed. Well,
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, Amanda. We are so appreciative of your time. And I think this was such a great episode. I have taken away so much. I want to like realign some of my life goals now after hearing how much fun you're having. So super appreciative of you coming on and talking to us about your experience.
2: Thank you both so much. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Amanda. Like, I think this has been awesome. I'm glad that we could come inside, Freddie, and meet your second partner. In this in this venture. In your polyamorous venture. Yeah. Oh god.
2: <laughs> My mom's gonna love that. Teach their
1: own, <laughs> All right. Well, cheers to you, Amanda. Cheers, cheers to our modern day nomad. Thank you for coming on. Girls just wanna have funds Girls just wanna have vans. Right on.
0: Right on. Cheers, Let's ladies. Choose. Thank you. <laughs> Megan and I, for anyone that's listening, are just staring at each other right now. Or can see us. <laughs> Some people can see us. So I I'm a, a little I'm a little bit in absorption mode right now because I feel like I dream about having the life that Amanda is currently living. And I've said it before that I want to live that life. But I'm still kind of reeling from all of the things that she's done and accomplished, despite having only been on the road for the last month and a half. I think there are lots of financial discoveries she's had in addition to life discoveries. So I don't know how you feel about it, Megan, but wow, I'm
1: kind of like shook. I think something I've been reflecting on lately is that as millennials, which are both of us as well as Amanda, have been told to live a certain type of life. And we all have played by the script for so long. And here we are in the middle of a pandemic and start to realize, wow, we don't really have that much of the generational wealth. And we've been told all of these things to do, but I still am not happy. Not because I don't have a lot of money, but I just feel uncomfortable. And I think what's so amazing about Amanda's story is that, you know, she's branching out and doing something different, which is scary for other people. But We've heard a lot of people tell their stories about branching out and doing something new. And every time we talk to to one of them, I'm like, they seem really happy. Didn't you get that? Like, totally happy. And so I think that's something to be said, and I think it's inspirational for both of us, as well as anyone that's listening, that you can choose your own journey because it is your life, and you only get one, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that that's exactly what I took away from that. I I felt like... She was preaching to me that you can live the life that you want to live if you figure it out and you plan a little bit, but also kind of fly by the seat of your pants to make sure that you're enjoying yourself at the same time. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It's kind of just what you make of it and how you want it to be which is leading me into this new level of creativity. Like, dare I say it, I might become creative after this, where I plan something fun that's slightly more spontaneous than my overplanned lifestyle that is currently as it is. So yeah, I I thought that was one of the most inspirational episodes that we've had to date.
1: No, yeah. No, it just, it leads me to think like, you keep saying to me, hey, Megan, you know, we started our own business, too. And I'm like, what? I mean, like, it's starting to dawn on me that we've actually done something out of the norm. And I think it might be interesting for us and maybe people that are listening, if they want to listen to us talk about it. I think that'd be kind of a cool conversation to have. What do you think?
0: I think that makes me extremely uncomfortable, which means we should do it. (laughs) I'm just not sure. Maybe you and I have a chickadee chat before we have that chat so that we know we're on the same page, but yeah, no. Yeah. We should definitely talk about our, how we started and what that looks like and what our potential future looks like because that is important. And this is tough. What we're doing right now, handling two different jobs and trying to figure things out as we go, it's tough. So we should definitely have that conversation.
1: I heard yes.
0: <laughs> you heard hard, maybe, but we can <laughs> certainly have that conversation down the road.
1: All right. Fine.
0: <laughs> All right. Should we wrap it up?
1: Yeah, let's wrap it up.
0: All right. It was good talking to you, boo. Love you.
1: Love you too.
0: Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Head on over to girlsjustwanna.com where you can subscribe to the show, follow Megan and I on social, or even text us your important financial questions. And remember, there's no shame in asking anything. We'll see you next time on Girls Just Wanna Have Funds.